If you rush out when you are not prepared, your generation will not forget you. They will note you and not forget that you are a mediocre. Any soldier that gets to the battlefield then start learning how to shoot the gun is a dead soldier. You are not in the ministry. If you want to compete at all, the only person you should compete against is yourself. Pastor Femi Lazarus has been commissioned to go with God's end time family, sit back and be blessed as a gold soldier of Christ. I commend you to God's Bless you, Lord Jesus. We thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for mercy. Thank you for the people you have gathered to instruct, to teach, to correct, to exhort. Thank you for wisdom that we're making available to the people. Thank you for strength that you have given to your children. Father, we are asking, Lord, that today you will not pamper our ignorance. You will not pity our mediocrity in the name of Jesus. I'm asking particularly, Lord, that there will be no one sitting under this lesson that will remain normal or ordinary. You will create an hunger for greatness in your people. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, blessed Father. In Jesus' powerful name, we have prayed. Can I hear a bigger amen? All right, quickly, I want to show you a scripture. I want to show you a scripture, and that scripture will help. That scripture is found in the book of Job. Job chapter number 32, verse 8. Job chapter number 32, verse 8. Job chapter number 32, verse 8. All right, by now you know the pattern of my teaching. I start gradually like we're not going anywhere until it starts raining. So get set. Job 32, verse 8. But there is a spirit in man, and the inspiration of the Almighty giveth them 
understanding. Can we read again together? But there is a spirit in man, and the inspiration of the Almighty giveth them understanding. All right, another scripture I want us to read is Second Timothy three. Second Timothy chapter three verse sixteen. Second Timothy three verse sixteen. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Amen. So this is the kind of teaching that is to bring you to a point of both correction and instruction in righteousness. Now the goal is this, to the end, that the Lord will have you established in his wisdom. Are you getting what I'm saying now? A fine girl that is not rooted in God and lack wisdom is a slave queen. A fine girl that lacks wisdom and is not rooted in God is a slave queen. And the job description is already outlined right this slave. Like, just as the Bible said, David slew Goliath. They slew. Amen. Is somebody following me here? Alright, so, I want us to look into very important subject from the book of Genesis chapter number, chapter number 1, verse 26. I, I think I need to explain the reality of that scripture in a more graphical manner. Are you following me? We need to represent it in a more graphical manner so it can be well understood. Genesis chapter number 1, verse 26 and 27. All right, I've quoted the scripture while I was teaching yesterday. I quoted the scripture while I was teaching. All right, we have journey from boy to man. Now, God said, let us make man in our own image and after our own likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the um, of the sea the birds of the hair, and every creeping thing, the cattle of the field, and everything that creepeth upon the head. So the Bible said, God made man in his own image. Male and female created he them. So man is a spirit. You know that. Right? He lives in a body. The breath of God activated his soul. But spirit has no gender. You know what I'm saying? There is no male spirit, no female spirit. So, male and female created in them talks about God made a, a legal entity that can interact with the material world and call one male. And made another legal entity all right, that can occupy and function the material world and call that legal entity female. But the real essence is that they are both man. Are you getting that? Now, the differences in their anatomy is based on their job description. The differences in their configuration, their wiring, is based on their what description, the assignment they are given. Man, for instance, has more muscular strength. You get what I'm saying? His physique is built to handle muscular things, right? things that requires weight, things that requires capacity in terms of strength. The woman, on the other hand, is fragile. You know what I'm saying? But the emotional issue that the man may struggle with it, the issue that has to do with organizing, the issue that has to do with management, she finds it easy to 
know, our internal makeup. The man has strength in terms of his external makeup. So there is no such thing as what a man can do, a woman can do better. No, sir. We have been called by God to do different things. And he has built us fitting for the job description. Are you following me here? All right. So God made man in his own image, made and female created in So it is important that the woman knows that she is in the image and the likeness of God. The woman is not an afterthought. She was made from the very beginning also. God did not look at Adam and then saw that Adam was alone, so he just made one toy. The woman is not a toy. All right? She had been made from the day God made Adam. Male and female created in them, but they were released at different times. You know what I'm saying now? The man will not even be able to wield her. Until he, until he enters into rest. So the Bible said God caused deep sleep to come upon Adam. Then God took off his ribs, opened up his side, took off his ribs, and then made a woman. So the woman is a product of rest. You get what I'm saying? She's no ordinary creature. I've told you that when God said, I will make you an helpmate, the one who is coming to help will either be as strong as you or stronger than you, not weaker. So the woman is not a weaker vessel. Her frame may be weak. But internally, she's stronger. Are you following what I'm saying here? So the woman is a strong person. You see, the female species is so important that God had to call the church his bride. That is, that is the word used to describe the female species. So you have to subject the power of the age to come into the hands of a bride. Are you following me here? Very important. So the woman was made as an helpmate, an help that is adequate, an help that is up to task. Now the word helpmate does not describe somebody with no vision. Let me say it again. The word helpmate does not describe somebody with no personal vision. That God has made you an helpmate doesn't mean you don't have personal vision. You get what I'm saying now? The Bible said that in a land that there is no vision, that people perish. Are you following me? There is, you have personal vision. God has called you to write the vision and make it plain that he may run the written it. Your vision in life is not marriage. Marriage is a platform for fulfillment of vision. You get what I'm saying now? Marriage is not your vision. It is a platform for fulfillment of vision. That is why if the purpose of a thing is not known, abyss is inevitable. So those who come to marriage as their vision, you get what I'm saying? They come to abuse it because they come empty. They, you see, you may have marriage ministry. You get what I'm saying? But the, mini, the marriage is only a platform to do the ministry. The marriage itself cannot be your vision. Because your life must have started before you got married. If marriage is your vision and your ultimate pursuit, there is high tendency you will fall into the hands of an abuser because you'll be desperate. Are you following me here? So I appreciate it when people say that they have marriage ministry, but marriage is not your vision. Being an helpmate doesn't mean you don't have vision. God created you have if he placed certain desires in your heart, things you were pursuing. Before Rebecca met Isaac, she was doing something. Before Mary met Joseph, she was doing something. Are you getting what I'm saying here? So, and help me does not mean you don't have vision. Number two, the word help me 
cannot describe somebody whose life will only start when she gets a man. Your journey doesn't start with a man in your life. Your journey begins at Calvary. Are you getting what I'm saying here? That you are an help meet doesn't mean that your life has not started until you get a man. So this is the reason why people run away from being alone without a man. Loneliness and singleness are not the same. Loneliness is the state of inadequacy, the need of a company, of, 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 of a company, the need for someone to come. Loneliness is a feeling of boredom without somebody in one's life. It is a sign that you have not mastered singleness. So people try to use marriage to solve the problem of loneliness. So they invite a man to do what self-development could have done. Are you following me here? So your life does not begin when a man comes. Don't mourn singleness. Celebrate it. That is the time to, to invest into your life. You see, marriage is for a forever journey. It is too early to rush into it. You take time. You build capacity. There is so much about your life. It doesn't start with a man. It starts with Jesus. Are you following me here? I'm showing you what being an helpmate is not. Number three. The word helpmate does not describe someone whose vision dies when she sees or meets a man. You know, there are, I'm saying it again. The word helpmate does not describe someone whose vision dies when she meets a man. Are you following me here? Your vision doesn't die because you meet a man. You know, I, I have discovered, and this is one um, extreme, there is an extreme, you know, in the teaching, and that we have fought, particularly church folks, you get what I'm saying now, particularly in the area of submission. We submit one to another in the fear of the Lord. You get what I'm saying? And this is why the Bible said two cannot work together except they be agreed. The primary reason why you are saying yes to a guy is that you are heading the same direction. I've told you that marriage is not a union between a bed and a fish. If your vision has to die for the marriage to be sustained, there is a problem. So, being an help me doesn't mean the moment this man comes, everything about my life has to die. No, sir. When you live your life like that, you are, you are just you are going to be a victim of abuse. Men value what is of asset. What is, um, men value what enhances value, what has value. You can't come you know what I'm saying? The way some people treat the issue of marriage, they treat it with so much panic as though if my vision doesn't, you know, people cut out of their spiritual heritage, cut out of the people they've known, cut out of everything, and a man will drag them into isolation. As a matter of fact, a woman is to be afraid of any man that tries to cut off everyone from his life, from her life. The moment a man enters your life and tries to cut everyone, tries to cut you from your disciples, tries to cut you from your spiritual father, tries to cut you from everyone, that man is destructive. You know what I'm saying now? For this reason shall a man leave his father and mother, and he shall cleave to his wife. The man lives to cleave. You know what I'm saying? You don't cut off every aspect of your life because a man is coming. 100 years of marriage material. No sense of value. Are you getting what I'm saying now? No sense of value. No sense of, you don't, you don't carry what? So you have to be a confident woman. Your life doesn't die because a man has entered. You are someone of importance before he came. Is somebody following me here? I've come to touch to church girls. And there is no need to laugh around this matter because they are a matter of tears. That brought tears to many people. It is important we listen. You know what I'm saying? Those who don't learn from history will regret it again. Are you following me? 
Very important. The word help me does not describe someone whose definition is in the relationship. And that's why many people are desperately looking for relationship. You know what I'm saying? It gets to some point that some ladies don't mind whoever comes to their life. Anybody. You know, when you don't know where you are going to, everywhere you get to look like where you are going. When you don't know where you are going, everywhere you get to look like where? Where you are going. Let me tell you something. Hold on. The guy you are about to say yes to, it is important that the guy look like an answer to the prayer you have prayed. Are you getting what I'm saying now? You have prayed to God. The Bible said, a child cannot ask of bread from the father and the father gives the child stone. A child cannot ask for fish and the father gives the child snake. And if your earthly father, who in their own life are evil, how much more shall your heavenly father give to you? Are you getting what I'm saying here? So, God is not a killer of joy. You have spent your life investing in your life, doing many quality things. You have been praying for your spouse, for those who are buried, because there are those who are just slain. The man that God will bring will come looking like an answer to the prayer you have prayed. So your life is not defined by a relationship. With or without it, you are doing well. Is somebody following me? All right. You know, the word help me describes somebody who knows what she's doing. Hey, look up. If you don't know what you are doing, you think you've been designed to help everybody. Some guys are not the guys to help. They are projects. And where their life is, if their mother was not successful enough to have built them, if you put your head there, it will crash. Let me say it again. You have been designed to help, not to do projects. Some guys are projects. That's the only cause that many pastors have to combine over their life. There is something that they, I'm, I'm not talking here. They are in church, but there is a major thing that needs to be dealt with here. They don't know anything about the, about marriage. They know nothing about how to treat a woman. They want sex. The first discussion they're having with you, they're already asking what sexual position you want. You, that's all that their life is all about. They are not ready to move forward. They, you know what I'm saying now? They are projects. You have not been called to do projects. You have been called to help. Meaning that the person you have been called to is already doing something. Somebody followed me. So, the woman who is an help meet, first and foremost, is somebody who knows what she's doing. Are you getting what I'm saying? Somebody who knows what she's Somebody who has a stand. Somebody who is smart. It's not a call to suspend your brain. The woman who is an help with is somebody who, who knows what she's doing. Listen, God will trust you with a quality of man you have capacity for. God will only trust you with the quality of man you have capacity for. If you get the one you are not designed, you don't have capacity for, you will crash. God will trust you with the kind of man you have capacity for. So you don't attract what you want, you attract who you are. If you see all the men that have been coming into your life, are you just what I'm saying? They are men who want sex, then check what you project. Kalamatika. Are you following me here? If you don't 
Calvary Clinic. You know what I'm saying? Meaning that those who come, they are coming to Calvary to be cleansed, to be healed. They are coming with different baggages, depression, hate, many things that the world has tried to instill into them. But coming to church means we are coming to Mount Zion. You know what I'm saying? Now, to, to the company of them, to the to them, to to the innumerable company of angels. You know what I'm saying? Now? We are coming to a place where light of the Lord comes into us and restore our life. We have patience in church. But don't forget, like every hospital. Each patient had different phase of recovery. Are you following me? Is somebody following what I'm saying here? Like every hospital, each patient is at what? Different phase of what? Of recovery. Some people are not responding to, to treatment somehow. Is somebody following me here? Not all patients, not everybody in church is responding to treatment. I know, sir. Some are in church, but nothing is getting to them. They are not responding in any way. Is somebody following me? So the word help meet that you are an help meet for something shows capacity. The word meet there describes capacity. So you will be an help only for the area of capacity you have built. You will be an help only for the capacity you have built. So God will give you the kind of stores you can handle. Are you following me? God will give you the kind of you can of man. It is possible to want what will kill you. Are you following what I'm saying there? It is possible to do what? To want what will kill you. Somebody follow what I'm saying here. So God in heaven will look at you. How well are you feeling yourself? See, forget about all these brothers that speak in tongues in church. You must understand. Where has God reached in your life, in journey of your life? Beyond this people, bless God that you can speak in tongues. But speaking in tongues was the first thing that happened when the Holy Ghost came down. But the Holy Ghost has not just come to activate tongues. He has come to activate a life unto him that is able to keep you from falling and present you spotless before the Father. It is possible to speak in tongues and still be in God's ship. Are you what I'm saying now? So you check what capacity have I built? Let me say this to you. Um, the version of you that can handle the things God wants to give you, they will not come through magic or come overnight. That version of you has to be grown into. There are beautiful things you have seen in vision that the version of you that can handle them, it's a version you have to emerge into. It is not a fashion. You just you see. You don't just you don't just pray into them. You grow into that fashion. You grow to be able to handle them. You extend your capacity. There are people fit for the palace, and there are people fit for the street. Are you following me here? Very important. So the word help me shows that you have capacity, and shows that you know what you are doing. Is somebody learning something this afternoon? Hallelujah. Glory to God. All right. Now listen. You are an help with specification. You have not been called to do everything. You are a specific help. You are an help with what? Specification. The day you try to help a lion, it becomes his meat. Are you following me? The day you try to help a tiger, you become his food. So discern where you've been sent to, discern what you've been called to do. Somebody follow me here. Very important. Glory to God. I said glory to God. 
ببینیم پابای دوز اینا تو تو توالت فور نوت فور دولی گوز دوز اینا پیو پیو این دومی فور نوت فور راوند اوی فرمی رسپانسیبو گایز یو نو بین کال تو دو ایفیتین دی مانس لایف یو ای سپیسیفیک ایلپ and if truly you are smart then you must understand your job description you must understand what you have been called to do i shared a story with you some more times ago of a woman that went with her husband in his car to buy petrol at the filling station is somebody following me here and when they went to buy the petrol there they met her ex the ex was the one who was selling the petrol and the moment the ex The husband saw the hex because the wife had talked to him about the help. The moment the husband saw the help, he said, Hey, baby girl, thank God you married me. I didn't marry this man. If you had married this man, you would have been the wife of a petrol attendant. The woman looked at him and smiled, said, If I had married him, you would be the one behind the steering. That's a woman who is a kingmaker, not a beneficiary. There are people who are kingmakers, there are beneficiaries. Just the same way we have a man who is a gardener and a man who is an hunter. We have a woman who is an asset and we have one who is a liability. There are those that they know. Listen, there, are, there is a kind of woman that when a man marries, it can never be poor. There is a kind that when he marries, irrespective of the amount he has in account, he will finish it. From goldstone to apple, from apple to pizza, from, she will eat everything and eat the way her destiny. I saw a woman eating something and somebody had to ask her, that, are you sure you are not eating your children's destiny what you are eating here? No virtuous woman eat with ten fingers. Top, 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 top. You know what I'm saying now? No virtuous woman. Ten fingers just eating, munching here and there. You can eat your future. Now, because I want to talk to church girls, Amen. I need to talk to them. So let, I have a segment here, and the, the subtopic, subtitle of that segment is Let's Leave Marriage Aside. Let's talk. Let's Leave Marriage Aside. That's the next subtopic now. Let's Leave Marriage Aside. So you can understand that there is something more to you about on marriage. Uh, you get what I'm saying? Let's put marriage aside. Now let's talk. Having established that your life primarily doesn't start with marriage. Let's talk about you, your life, your career, your relationship with God, people, and yourself. Let's talk about your self-esteem. So, I want to ask you some questions about your career. Dear young lady listening to me, I'll be a young man too, some questions may apply to you. What do you foresee in the next five years? Write it down. Now, you must answer these questions. Where do you see yourself in the next five years? What are your academic plans? Do you plan to study further? Are you about going for NYC? Are you still in school? If you are still in school, what GP do you want to finish with? Because good grade doesn't jump on people. They chase it. Sir. You follow what I'm saying here? Good grade doesn't come after because you pray in tongues. You must give yourself to the recall of reading. So, what are your academic plans? What is your benchmark academically? And at what point do you want to stop? What is your benchmark academically?
I'm taking professional courses. For those who do accounting like I can, ACCA, you got what I'm saying, on different project management and all that. Do you plan on doing professional courses? Because there are so many courses online now that a Christian can take. So many. So many. Nobody has any excuse. Huh? So many courses that you can take. So what are your plans? Because listen, please, people of God, hold on. Please pay attention. I do tell people why we are in school. That if you say the assignment of fellowship made you so busy that you failed to have a good GP, when the fellowship is advertising their best student who made good GP, they will not advertise those who are always sweeping and washing buckets. They will advertise those ones who sometimes may miss fellowship, but make sure they got a good result. With your service to God, have sense. If not the same place, you get what I'm saying now? With the same place you are running to and say this, I'm busy here. By the time they are using people of repute, your name will be missing. God cannot use you beyond your intellectual capacity. Listen, listen, even in ministry, it does not require just anointing. There are many things that require spirit, good head. You get what I'm saying now? It requires proper management. You get what I'm saying? It requires proper... The anointing does not give you good sense or good use of English. Are you following what I'm saying here? So don't just add value to your spirit, add to your soul, add to your mind, add intellectually. Both God and man will not care about you if all you carry is the anointing and no other value. Because God needs us as a witness to prove that men can serve him. Now, let me say this to you. Let me, let me remold that statement so you can understand. What I'm saying is this. If all you want to pursue is spiritual things, you will simply be used around that area. And it won't matter whether you are poor. If all you want to pursue is those things and then other things and add more value to your life, God will see more range to use you. So the value you add to yourself is the scope and the range with which God can use you. If you limit the value, you limit use. Are you following me here? Is somebody following what I'm saying here? So add value to yourself. Don't just come to tongues uh, to church and speak in tongues. I saw one girl, one, one girl in those days, you know what I'm saying? She's dating a pastor. You know she has been preparing all her life to be a pastor's wife. The moment she got married and saw a picture on Facebook, the ad she was wearing is bigger than this picture. You know what I'm saying? I, was, I wanted to ask sister, is really falling in church? The ads is where holiness international brethren. You got that? Bam! She had been prepared. You got that? She had been preparing for those ads all the days of her life. Pastor's wife. Pastor's wife is not a title. What kind of wife are you? Be a pastor's wife. Come to add something to the, to the church. Because if you are a pastor's wife that is redundant, even the pastor cannot trust you with smart sisters in church. The more you are redundant, the more insecure you are. When you see the ones who are good, who are insecure, you are jumping up and down. What are they discussing with daddy? You are 25 married, calling your husband daddy because you are not exposed. Some people left their village. The village didn't leave them. They came with you to the city. And the village is resident in their being. You get what I'm saying now? Not exposed, not willing to build capacity. Some will sleep in church and their whole clothes is full of saliva. Ladies, the lips will be dry. Like all the part of their bodies in rainy season, only the lips was taken to a madam. Dry it. Bah. God is not a killer of joy. If you are not dressing well and a brother says he doesn't like you, God will not force you. You sure? Eh? 
also, you know, being part of those who will also add money, bring money, um, you know, to the house, children's school fees, house rent. Let me say this to you. A man cannot divorce a woman of value. No man can. There is a kind of woman that when she lives a man's life, the man's life is finished. Be that kind of woman. There is a kind of woman that a man knows that when she enters his life, his life is forever organized. No, the man who is knowing that too should better develop himself because the woman is not the only ghost. The man knows that when this woman enters, she has the sense of management, sense of direction, sense of purpose. Not anything goes. No, yes, sir, yes, sir.
on spiritual life. Is somebody follow what I'm saying here? A woman who is a challenge to a husband's spiritual life. Somebody who is challenge, who motivating, whose presence is fine. You see, you are not just, you are not looking for a man who come and be waking you up for morning devotion. You are the one who is awake yourself. Because before you married, you have learned it. I have different married women around me who are still on fire. It means the fire they were burning with on campus are genuine. Because most of the ones I know, the moment they said I do, the fire died. They were only serving God until a man came. That was the purpose. Man is designed to be convenient around his greatest desire. If your desire is God, you will never be convenient at any time. Because there is no searching to pursue him. There is no end to his pursuit. Are you following what I'm saying here? Let's talk your relationship with God. Are you a woman given to the world? You know, I, I was once around a young lady who is the uh, who is dating a who was dating a pastor, and then somebody was asking about the difference between um, conscience uh, and then I, I think the spirit or conscience. I, you know, I've forgotten the question precisely. And then I, I just sat down. I was watching the young girl tremble and shake. Starting to show herself approved unto God. A workman that needs not to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the words of truth. If you don't want to be using movies to explain scripture to your children, study. Huh? Don't, don't just try, try to carry depth. Carry what? That you're a woman doesn't mean you should not have a reference about Jesus. That you're a woman doesn't mean Jesus should not excite you. Study to serve and to God. There is a spirit in man. The inspiration of the Almighty giveth him what? Understanding. This book of the law should not depart from your mouth, but you should meditate according to what is written there in day and night. Then you shall make your way prosperous. You will have good success. In Psalms 119, verse 39, I know better than my teachers, because your commandment is my meditation. Verse 100, I know better than the ancient, because I meditate in your precept. A virtuous woman is given to study of God's word. You know what the Bible said about marriage. You know what the Bible said about anger. You know what the Bible said about conflict management. You know what the Bible said about the church. Can you imagine, you know, you know, you, you cannot talk on to many young ladies on spiritual intelligent grounds. They are not up to date. They are far behind. That's why a lady doesn't mean you should not have spiritual library. If you don't have library, you are a mortuary. House in the dead. Sell your clothes and buy books. The books will need that clothes. I started buying books when I was in school. There are some books that when I bought them, I knew I would be hungry for the month. And I was ready for the hunger. Training, capacity development. Building yourself, pursuing God in serious search of God. Be the girl that has schedule for vigil, for fasting, for prayer. The one who loves God. A woman who doesn't love God cannot love a man better the way God wants him to be loved. You know what I'm saying? There are many girls that will love a man with sex even when they are not married. Because there's no love. They, don't, they are not lovers of Jesus. Somebody following me here. Very important. So let's talk about your spiritual life. Do you know what is called quiet time? Do you have one? You know what I'm saying? Do you have books you are reading weekly? Are you following me here? Do you have books you have scheduled for weekly? Do you know Christian authors? Do you know fantastic books you can read? Do you know anyone called Ketre Kuman? Have you read about our life? Are you aware you can become like that or better? What's your pursuit? What drives you? What are you panting for? What are you hungry for? 
until you have serious hunger for Jesus, you are dangerous. You must learn the heart of prayer. You know, a young man was about to get married. And I looked at him. And I said to him, I told him, I said, this marriage cannot survive three conflicts. I told him, you see, you are all about this girl. You love her. She loves you. Jumping up and down. That's not what sustains a marriage. That face will still go down. There is a face of love that is sustained through connection with Jesus. It will not be determined by how you will handle issue. A man and a woman who are not given to prayer will fight themselves the battle they should have fought the devil. Is somebody following me here? They will fight themselves the battles they should have fought with who? The devil. So leaving marriage aside, this is your spiritual life. Are you building it? Let's talk about self-development. And at this point, I want to encourage a lady. Become all that you want to be. Don't ever let marriage be a limitation to you. Become all that you want to be. And there is a way to become those things with wisdom. Become what? All that God has created you to be. Live your life to fulfill your days. I may say this to you. A good man will not be intimidated with your, by your success. Any man that is, that is intimidated by your success cannot nurture you. He will, call and he will come and he will kill it down. Look at the description of one of the description of Proverbs 31 woman in Proverbs 31 verse 17. She greeted her loins with strength and strengthened her arms. That's capacity here. She greeted her loins with strength and then she strengthens her arm by increasing the things you can do with them. So build capacity. Build capacity to handle people. Build relationship capacity. You get what I'm saying? Jesus Christ grew in wisdom, he grew in favor with God and favor with men. He grew also in stature, physical development. You get what I'm saying now? In favor with men, social development. Favor with God, spiritual development. In wisdom, wisdom and mental development. So build in all, grow in all the four phases of growth. Build capacity here. Make sure you can handle more things. More, learn to multitask. Build capacity. Don't be shallow. Learn to listen intelligently. Be interested in depth. Let shallowness irritate you. Be interested in depth. Recognize depth when you see it. Don't be a shallow lady. Don't be the one who is satisfied by small things. Want more from God. Build capacity. Handle more. Expand what you want. Increase what you see. Let hunger be increased. Listen to different programs that will help you develop.
already dry. Go on three days with it. Shut down everything. Get the vent on. Somebody following me here. Get a mentor. Get a discipler. Submit yourself where you can be bought. Let your spiritual father or mentor teach you humility now. Before marriage will paint you anyhow. Make sure you are accustomed to being instructed. Get a mentor. Until there is a voice of correction in your life, your life is a dangerous one. There must be people that, irrespective, whatever, irrespective of the decision you want to make, when they speak, you tremble. If you don't have anyone you fear, you have to be feared. You must have. Mordecai and Esther would never have gotten to the palace without the presence of Mordecai. She was built with the wisdom of Mordecai. The wisdom and the, the wisdom of Mordecai built her. Are you getting what I'm saying now? She was built there. Is somebody following what I'm saying here? I said, is somebody following what I'm saying here? Get a mentor. Get a mentor. A girl who doesn't have a mentor will be your tormentor. Let me say it again. A girl who doesn't have a mentor will be your tormentor. A guy who doesn't have a mentor will be your tormentor. Get a mentor. Get a mentor. Let there be people that can tell you stop. Many girls are stubborn. Strong willed. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Is somebody following what I'm saying here? Get mentors that inspire you. There must be people who inspire you daily. What do you wake up to see? What inspires you? What inspires you? Because you will always move towards the direction of your inspiration. You will move towards the direction of your inspiration. Are there people in your life whose presence inspire you? People that want to push you to become more. People whose, whose activity wants to become more. Are you following what I'm saying here? Are there people in your life that what they do takes sleep away from your eyes? If you don't have inspiration, what you'll be left with is idleness. You need inspiration. People will inspire you. Hallelujah, somebody. Glory to God. I said glory to God. You see, I noticed that um, most of those girls that jump up and down, you tell them, sit down here, listen, learn. Don't just jump ahead. Sit down and learn. You got them, sit down, sit down and learn. I want to jump everywhere, jump everywhere. You see, when your time comes, whether you are prepared or not, you'll be manifested. But your longevity in the place of manifestation will be directly proportional to the time you spend staying under instruction. When your time comes, whether you are prepared or not, you'll be manifest, manifested. But your longevity in the place of manifestation will be directly proportional to the time you spend taking instructions. Don't just get to the future. Get there looking like one who has prepared for it. Somebody follow what I'm saying here. Very important. All right? Talking about self-development. Expand your quest for knowledge. All right? Listen to programs that will bless you. It's not a crime if you're a Christian that speaks in tongues and you listen to TED Talks. You will not be useful in God's agenda for the last days. If only you know. If only what you know is the biblical aspect. There, are, there is the biblical aspect and there is the place of following the technological advancement. There is a place of following the sociological advancement. There is a place of following the economic advancement. 
read what is happening in the world and interpret it in the light of scriptures. You get what I'm saying now? There is a place of interpretation, but you have to be given to the original. So don't just study the Bible, know what is happening out there. And that's why when you come, you are not useful for them because you don't know what's happening. So there is a place of knowing what exactly is the Bible talking about. Is somebody following what I'm saying here? There is a place of knowing that. Expand your quest for knowledge. Read books on business, emotional management. Read books on leadership development. I read a book that changed my life, my leadership skill. Leadership Goal by John C. Maxwell. I read another book that helped my management skill. Seven Habits of Highly Effective, uh, um, effective People by Steve Alcove. You can go on 360 degree leadership, different leadership books. As a young man, when you go to see your girl, look at her library. Whatever you see there, you don't give you confidence or fear. Look at the library. Don't just ask her for the good food you like most. Look at the library. Look at the library. Check. Don't you want someone who speaks and you are inspired? Someone who vomits wisdom? Not someone who is talking trash. Be the girl that speaks sense. Not just speaking tongues. Speak sense. Because kings cannot interpret tongues. But be like Daniel, the one that can interpret it before the nobles. Are you following what I'm saying here? And that's one of the ways the church is losing out. You stay and only know the things happening in the church. You should know what is happening out there. You are in the world, but not of the world. You can know what is happening there without being of them. Are you following me? Glory to God. So learn new skills. All right, Proverbs 1 verse 24, the Bible describing the hand of the Proverbs at one woman as a hand that have made beautiful linears. Learn good skills. Learn more things. I have one of my daughters, she, she, she's into fashion design. You get what I'm saying? She's serving now. And then when she got the first thing she wanted to do, she wanted to see who was baking suit. She just wants to do something, learn something new, develop skills. Don't be lazy. Build capacity. Don't be confident in mediocrity. Build strength. Somebody follow what I'm saying here. You can't keep doing the same thing and expecting different results. Change your routines. Be excited by new programs. Don't be the one that when they post programs on social media, that people have to register for this. Is there no free mode? Anyone who is not willing to invest finances in wisdom, in knowledge, will not be able to retain it. Because the heart of a man will be where his treasure is. Anyone who is not willing to invest money to learn cannot retain knowledge. If they sit down, they will not retain it. It's like water you put in a basket, it will flow out. Somebody following what I'm saying there. Very important. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now I need to talk about this. Develop your vocabulary skills. Hello. Develop your what? Don't speak to kings like you are talking to the king of your village. Learn how to use words well. Learn to write. You are right on social media, we are picking 24 bullets. Learn to write. Develop your capacity to use words correctly. Listen to people who are talking intelligent. Don't, don't just watch Nollywood. You know what I'm saying? Now, see strong things that will challenge your mentality. That will build something in you. You will look like your greatest influence. So it matters what influences you. So build capacity. Let me say this to you. 
you you will always end up standing before those you are prepared to stand before for him. You are, if you are prepared to stand with, if you are prepared to stand with kings, you will stand with them. If what if your preparation is with mere men, you will stand with them. Are you hear what I'm saying now? There are there are there are attitudes that are that are tolerated on the streets, but they are not good for the palace. You hear what I'm saying now? Don't just be fit for the masters; just be fit for the palace also. Do the boat. It's only for what I'm saying now. Now I have a table here. I have a table here, and the table is to show the difference between Proverbs 31 woman and a slave queen. So on one hand, I have Proverbs 31 woman. On the other hand, I have slave queen. So you can draw the table in your notes. Amen. Somebody following me here. Very important. So I have a chart to help you identify the difference between Proverbs 31 woman and a slave queen. Glory to God. Are you there? Are you there? Right. Now, the proverb that one woman invests more in knowledge through books. The proverb that one woman invests more in knowledge through books. The slave queen invests in subscription for social media and Netflix. Proverbs that one woman invests more in knowledge through books. Either buying e-books from Amazon, from Amazon, or buying hard copy. They don't go about borrowing people's books and stocking their libraries with they buy. You know what I'm saying? And the slave queen, the only concern of this one is to be on social media. Either watching Netflix watching DSTV or having data to Facebook. They can go about and begging the data on their status. God sent an helper that will give me data. There is no one in their life that the data is a benefit. You know what I'm saying now? They spend money pancaking a face that there is nothing on the score. Are you following what I'm saying here? Number two, the purpose that one woman bring capacity ahead of marriage so she can be an asset. The proverb, proverb that one woman builds capacity ahead of marriage so she can be an asset. The slave queen abandons self, wait for a man that will take that will take care of her and accept her the way she is, thereby becoming a liability. End of us liabilities, nothing to give. The Proverbs that one woman runs to God as a refuge and builds solid relationship with him. The slave queen avoids church but prefers social functions. Facebook hangouts, Instagram hangouts, she's always there. She knows the kind of clothes they are good to wear. She knows how to organize party. She can even be a pastor's daughter.
that one woman has a relationship with people. Build friends with the various class of people who can help her become more. Let me read again. The Proverbs that one woman has a relationship with people. Build friends with various people who can help her become more. The snake will have just one slogan. If you are not dating, avoid me. Hmm? If you are not dating, do what? Avoid me. The Proverbs that one woman builds a library and a spiritual life. The snake will build social media accounts. As you are listening, check the one you are building. Proverbs that one woman always online with God. Proverbs that one woman always online with God. Sleep queen. Online on WhatsApp, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Proverbs that one woman knows the deep things of God. Proverbs that one woman knows the deep things of God. Sleep queen knows celebrity gist. She knows the gist of everybody. She knows what is happening here. Carriage is from A to B. She knows everything. Proverbs that one woman understands that her body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Slay Queen. She has discovered means to use her body to make money. Proverbs that one woman knows her body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Slay Queen has developed means. To use her body to make money. Is somebody following what I'm saying here? Very important. Mistakes girls make in church. Mistakes girls make in church. I will run over this quickly. Catch up if you can't listen to this message over and over again if you are not getting it. Mistakes girls make in church. Now let me say this again. Mistakes are inevitable, but they can be minimized. They can be what? Minimized. Now, the, this session is um, You have to listen so attentively with much discretion so you can pick the things you are doing wrong and understand them. Many ladies are not careful of pride when projecting themselves. They are not careful of pride when projecting themselves. Many are not careful of pride. When projecting themselves, Amen. Men are not careful. They project themselves with so much arrogance. There is a very thin line between being confident and being arrogant. Let me say it again. There is a very thin line between being confident and being arrogant. Being confident is relying and resting on God's capacity and God's strength that is at work in you. Being arrogant is to have lost sight of God and rely on the things you don't even have claiming you have them. 
there's a very thin line. So it is very easy to cross from confidence to arrogance. Please be careful of pride. Are you following what I'm saying here? All right. Particularly the way you treat brothers who are not interested in. Many many ladies are very brutal. The moment they are not interested in you, interested in you as a brother, they use you as a rag and speak and spew words everywhere around amongst their friends. And those same friends will take you to the friends of that guy. You get what I'm saying now? Be careful of arrogance. Number two, of prophecy and chest catering. Number two, mistakes people make in church. Of prophecy and chair scattering. I've said this again and again. I will not be tired of saying it. Prophecy is not epilepsy. You don't have to scatter all the chairs in church before God will speak. God has been speaking in heaven. The heaven and the earth have not passed away. You get what I'm saying now? Prophecy is not what? Epilepsy. It is not until you count calories before we know God is speaking in heaven. You get what I'm saying now? It is not until you count calories, counting calories, scatter everywhere. You get what I'm saying? Everybody in church. Oh, hey. Look at you. Because I'm also careful of being extreme. Now, let me see this. Is it possible for the hand of the Holy Spirit to come upon a person and you are so much under the influence of the anointing? Yes. You get what I'm saying now? But what I'm saying is that the mentality that until you scatter chairs, you can't prophesy, is not accurate. You get what I'm saying now? God's word comes to his people. You get what I'm saying now? So receive God's word. Don't have human emotions. Be schooled in what the Bible is saying. You get what I'm saying now? So, uh, there are matters I'm trying to avoid. Let's, let's just continue. I said mistakes people make in church. So I gave it different title. That's why I say you discern. You get what I'm saying? Number three. Spiritual brothers are smarter than you think. I want to talk about that. Alright? Spiritual brothers are smarter than you think. While you are doing matter ministry, package yourself. Hello, ma. Do you hear what I'm saying? While you are doing matter ministry, do what? Package yourself. You are the one that will throw away your weak, scatter your hair, sweating all over. What are you doing? I'm cooking for the brothers. We have retreat. The same brothers who go and marry the one who is packaged. You know what I'm saying? The one who is packaged, reading Bible, when they say, let's read this Bible. So as you are doing the matter ministry, do what? Be packaged. Many people get to relax. The reason why many are crying. You they, they are protecting themselves wrongly. What I'm teaching you is the wisdom aspect of church that the church may not teach you on time. And I've seen people cry because of these things. And I need to tell you, don't just do matter ministry. Look good, sir. Look good, ma. Right? You, you don't have to look like the shadow of yourself. You are not doing a muko. You are cooking in church. Are you following what I'm saying? Look good. Look smart. Don't be dead. Don't be silly and then do your carry pot up and down. Shakol all over your face, pepper on your clothes. We know you love God, but I'm saying advance, package. Only God checks the heart. Men look at the gun packaging. So don't say what is coming after me. Don't know what is in my heart. The Bible already said it. First Samuel 16. Men look at the outward appearance. God packaged. God look at the heart. Package your heart well for God. Package the outward appearance well for men. So it's done. Look good. When I say package is well for men, I'm not saying go and, go and be and, enticing men. I'm saying look good. You know what I'm saying now? If your lips is dry, put something on top. Not palm oil. Oh. 
something good. I can't be telling you what to put. Of our papa's model marriage, mistake number four. Of papa's model marriage. Ah. Oh, this is a very sensitive aspect. They go on social media flaunting how the so and so pastors, all their husband and wife and good friend to each other. Their marriage is the kind of marriage they desire. Put on their WhatsApp status, my dream marriage, my cross wedding. Keep quiet. Sometimes it took these people you are celebrating 20, 30 years to get to where they are. A man is just coming to your life six months, you are putting him under pressure. And that's why many are not patient. You know what I'm saying? They want to do in one year what others have put in 20 years. You, go to, you don't even understand which many girls' social media status. Because you go there from one apostle to another. We want to see you. So then the picture on their social media outlet, they are pictures they took seven years ago. You are complaining no man is coming to your life. You've not updated your passport. When we look at you, there is throwback we are seeing. We, talk, we are thinking that's what you are. We don't know you've changed. You're 25. Oh, God. What if I see one more who put the picture of 2011 there? That's nine years ago. You know, some Christians will argue with what I'm saying. And say, Pastor, is trying to teach people carnality. Continue with your mentality. Let those who are hear me, hear me. Let's come and check in the next 10 years those who have learned well. I'm talking to you about things you will not readily hear in church. Bless God, we celebrate us as pastors. But we are saying, put your pictures there. Let them see you. God has fearfully and wonderfully made you. Don't remove the wonderful and leave the fearful. Both are needed. Many people are just all over social media. They are pastors marriage. Pastors marriage. Pastor, ah, they want to be like that. That's the kind of home. Do you know what the man and the wife are going through in their closet? Put yourself under unnecessary pressure. Stress the man in your life. Huh? Many things that are not to be done. Let me say this to build your life together with the person God is giving to you. Don't build it under pressure. Be patient one with another. I don't have any pastor's wife in the world that I want my wife to be like. My wife is my wife. I am to help her find herself. Seems to be convenient in her own skin. She's an original, not a carbon copy. Every fake will have to wait for the original to manifest for the manifest. So my wife is herself. There's no pastor's wife in the world that I want my wife to look like. None. We bless God for the good things he's doing to them. They can inspire us, but she's not them. Because I'm not her, I'm not their husband too. I'm her husband. You know what I'm saying now? Very, very important. Glory to God. All right? Still going on different mistakes. Sisters would take several years from a man before she give him a yes or no. Delaying a guy before you give him a yes or no does not increase your value. Delaying a man before you give him a yes or no does not increase your value. And it is wickedness to 
to make somebody wait for one year, two years, three years before you give them an answer. If it took you that long to hear from God, something is wrong with you. Many would deny you arrogantly. Waste your time. You know, some people will own several brothers at arm's length to be cross checking which of them is good, collecting money from all of them. Yet they are speaking in tongues. These are very costly mistakes. You know, I've seen things in church. So even if you are looking at me like this, is not happening. I know they happen. They happen in church. Sister that draws, that drinks your pocket before giving you a no. Someone will drain your pocket. From the first day you meet, you are expected to start buying her underwear. You are expected to take her out. Your pocket will be drained. And then the answer is still no. They are in church. They are in church. Just like being in the garage doesn't make you a car owner. Being in church doesn't mean you are in touch with God. There are those who are in church. They are unconverted converts. They will finish you. But they know from the day one there is no. And they are there. The worldliness and the loss that was in their heart has not been rescued. You hear what I'm saying now? They are, they are, listen, as we have men who are players, there are ladies who are players. They will play you well with their berets. They will wear the berets, calculate you and play you. Finish like chess. They know where to arrange you. They have several brothers they are arranging like you. They will talk to all of you different times and call you different names. They know you are Mugu number one. That one is Mugu number two. Then there's Mugu number three. And yet you are speaking in tongues together. You get what I'm saying now? After fellowship, she knows that three of you are in church at the same time. She disappears. Clear. They are smart. Not all sisters, but some. And they are hearing me. God will touch their heart. Say amen to that. Then we have the sister who proposed to guys. This one is tired of waiting. I don't care anyone. I will go on my knees and propose to you. Someone follow what I'm saying here. Sister will propose to guy. Brother, I see that you have not been seeing what God has been saying. I need, I need to talk to you, sir. For over 15 years now, God has been showing me a vision of you. 15 years. And you didn't move on. Something is wrong with you. Let me say this. Traditionally, God brought Eve to Adam, not Adam to Eve. The moment the man is not pursuing something, he doesn't value it. Don't ever let pressure lead you to a place where you start proposing to a man. You don't have to disgrace your village before you get married. Are you following what I'm saying here? You don't have to do what? Disgrace your village people before you get married. Don't ever let pressure lead you to a place where you propose to a man. The sister who rubbishes guys is not giving a yes. This one, the moment the answer is no, you are finished. She will ridicule. She's not mature, not trained. She will ridicule you. Doesn't see you as anybody important again. Even the friendship you have before is now destroyed. Just less about friendship. Down. The moment she's not dating you, we are either dating or we are enemy. That's our mentality. Then, the next one. The sister who cannot dress well. Doesn't understand color combination. 
You know what I'm saying? Just to understand the use of powder. Some will rub eyebrow like they like they came to do it with elbow or knee. You know what I'm saying now? They also understand how to make up. Will not allow somebody to come who knows how to do it, do it for them. They do it and they look like somebody from Burundi. You know what I'm saying now? Do you understand how to dress? You don't know the kind of skirts that fit them and the one that doesn't fit them. Listen, the Holy Ghost will not come down from heaven to tell you this. You may pray on the mountain for 40 days for husband. This may be the reason why they are not coming. This will rescue you from going to submit a prayer point in Shiloh. If you hear this man, you don't have to take somebody's name to Shiloh. You will learn. Because many of the problems we have are physical, they are not spiritual. When I hear that a lady is getting the like, ask, how is she dressing? She dressing well. She might be a good girl, but the packaging is sending people away. Don't blame them for hating the packaging. It reflects slightly what is inside the content. Are you just what I'm saying here? Very important. Let's teach our girls to dress well. Smell nice. You get what I'm saying now? Don't come close to a man talking as though they've just opened an aperture. I see slaughter slab now where they slaughter animals. No, no, you look good. Package yourself well. Don't be the old God kind of girl. Be the old wow. Glory to God. Huh? Let me say this to you. Beret doesn't fit everybody. And art is not for everybody's head. Know what fits you and stay with it. You are young. You got what I'm saying now? You are going to church every time you tie scarves. We understand that there are different doctrines. Depending on where you are, package yourself well. There is a way attachment to be long on a girl's head. It will be smelling like tire. <laughs> like burnt tire. So long when the expiry date has come. So you don't have to be spraying um, insecticide on the attachment. You got what I'm saying now? If it's weak, it starts swelling. When it's not original, you don't have to overspend money. You know, I observe people a lot. And, and I will tell you, because if I don't tell you as your pastor, I will not be able to sleep well. This is me telling you that if you if you come to church and you didn't do something well, and you are wondering, oh, pastor, this is as if I it. I spot it. My eyes, I'm very organized. My eyes sees anywhere there's deficiency. I see it. And so do so does those brothers do the seat too. Dress well. Look good. You hear what I'm saying? Don't wear dirty clothes for midweek service and your best for Sunday service. Look good every day. Mm. You don't know the day your husband will come to church, so look good. Package yourself. Going to the market, wear slippers. I said you want to go and worship an idol. Is somebody following what I'm saying here? Don't be the kind of girl we guys are afraid of introduced to their friends. To his friends. You don't know how you dress now. Wear pink and purple with red shoe and a green hat. Sister Michael Jackson. Is somebody following what I'm saying here? Look good. Don't I've told you if you if you don't know how to do things rightly. And you are looking for somebody who will marry you the way you are. The only person who will marry you the way you are is Jesus. And he's the husband of the church. Other brothers may run away. Jesus, look good. If you don't like what I'm saying, just check your life. 
the mentality you are running with has it been working for you? You get what I'm saying? You know, it's possible to be happily married but not fulfilled, not not having fulfillment in the marriage. Because it's possible to have married a mediocre like yourself and say it work for me. The fact that a relationship led to marriage is not a proof that it's successful. Sometimes you have just moved from fire pan to fire. Somebody follow what I'm saying here. Very important. I saw a black girl yesterday made your makeup. I'm telling you the color of the wake-up is the color of the bell you ring in church bell. As police as a brass. I was wondering, you are black man. There is a kind of makeup, there is, there, there is a color, um, the, the powder, uh, there, there's a, a torch, what's it called now? This is have numbers now. There's a number for black people, there's a number for white. I was with a sister, she called a makeup artist to come and help her makeup on her graduation day. I was looking at the makeup on the face of the makeup artist. I whispered to her, yes, this one is disaster. The artist drew the eyebrow, they joined together. They joined like somebody drew S or the symbol of infinity. You know what I'm saying now? Drew the eyebrow up and you are now calling somebody that can come and make up. When he was done making up for the sister, he looked like a cat. You know, ladies, when they are done making up and they put all those eyelashes, those things that look like angels feather, they put all those things there and then they move on. You know what I'm saying? It is when they are taking pictures before they knew that what, what they start realizing that they look that they say disaster. Don't let people tell you what mirror should have told you. Mm. Very important. Some things don't look good on you. They may fit others, but they are not for you. Know what fits you. Dress well. So it doesn't look like the devil is the one responsible for the problem you are causing yourself. Somebody follow what I'm saying here? I can sit on this matter for long because there are many ladies on this table. You hear what I'm saying now? The next one, the sister who cannot afford body spray. Huh? Let me say this to you. If you don't smell nice, you are not working in love. Mm. If you don't smell well, you are not working in love. Smell well, smell nice. Have mercy on your neighbor in church. You know what I'm saying? When some people open the armpit, it's like they've opened the gate of air. Alright, there's something called roll on. Put it. You know what I'm saying now? Oh, add it there. Shave the armpit. I'm your pastor. I will tell you to do it. Eh? Shave it. You know what I'm saying now? So you don't just raise your hands. You look like Osama bin Laden died there. Shave those places. I have not. No, let me stop there. Ah, everybody's place. Smell nice. It's a sign that you're walking in love. Glory to God. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. If you are smelling nice, you are merciful. You will obtain mercy. Smell nice. Smell nice. <clears throat> Amen. The next one, the dirty sister. The one, doesn't, the one that doesn't know that there's palm oil on the clothes he's wearing. You know what I'm saying? The one that can rub the food she made by looking at her dress. The one who wears clothes about five times, but she watches. We know you. We know your works. You know what I'm saying now? Change. Dress well. Look good. Don't do all but shine as a lead. Ah, 
For anybody, don't do up assignment. Don't be dead. I, I wouldn't want to believe that there are ladies who wear underwears more than once. You get know what I'm saying? So my argue with what I'm saying now. Oh God. Amen. Are you following what I'm saying here? some years ago when a sister in fellowship invited me to come and eat in her house I should have not but I did I didn't hear the warning of the Holy Spirit people of God as I was about starting the food never took light and that's why I should have requested that I should please get me a lamp I was eating I think it was Epa also I was eating the thing I was trying to look for, you know, when there's a widow and there's soup, I was trying, and then there's um, this stew. I was trying to look for where the stew really is because all I've been touching was the widow. So finally, I was able to, um, I just noticed, no, later, please look up. This is a very serious story, true life story. Later, I discovered that it was just a widow that she gave an ever. As if that was not enough. Thank God, around that time, I was supposed to eat the meat, light came. People of God, the meat was as white as snow. It was a meat that they shared in one wedding she attended. She stored them in a bag with the fungi on top. She just raised it shabbily and marinated it into a wedding and presented it to her pastor. There are people like that. Dead. Check the kitchen. Dead. Cockroach rats. Wall gecko interacting everywhere. The bedroom is smelling like they are selling you there. Locust bean.
glory to God. Lastly, the sister will expect all brothers to be perfect. They ask for virginity status, they ask for you know many things. Alright? If a sister, let me quickly balance that. If a young lady has to prepare herself and you know keep herself unspotted, the same principle goes for a guy. You know what I'm saying now? So if you are looking for someone who is a virgin, you to present yourself unto God. And you might have waited, and then if the sister is not accepted as Christ accepts the church. Lessons from Rebecca. Next session. Lesson from Rebecca. Story of Isaac and Rebecca. Very interesting one. I think it is important that I strengthen the fact that you understand how rich Rebecca's family was. So she was a very rich girl. Genesis chapter number 24. <clears throat> Alright, the servant of Abraham prayed a very sincere prayer. Having studied the life of Abraham, <clears throat> he knows the practice that sustains the blessing. And he cried to God for similarity of such practice in the life of the one who will be the wife of Isaac. Are you what I'm saying now? And what is that practice? The practice of humility and character of kindness. Abraham saw men passing. He ran after them to entertain them. That's not a normal thing to do. That's a supernatural character. When Rebecca saw the camel of the servant of Abraham, she fed them with water. You know what I'm saying? And also gave the servant of Abraham water. That's character. Build character because you don't know the day to be your life jacket. Build character. Are you following me? Glory to God. Character development. It is important that a virtuous woman is character driven. See, listen. It is possible to be spiritual and yet not having character. Spirituality cannot cover up for this deficit. I understand you pray in tongues, but I need to talk to you. Be character-driven. Not the way you talk, the way you relate with people. Be humble. Rebecca was a rich kid, but yet character-driven. Somebody follow what I'm saying here? Very important here. Be character-driven. That's a lesson from Rebecca. Alright, how to handle waiting season. While you are waiting and trusting God for a spouse. You know what I'm saying? Understand that singleness is not a cause. Singleness is a blessing. Singleness is not a cause. Singleness is a what? Blessing. Singleness is not a cause. Singleness is a blessing. Alright? Maximize the season of singleness and build something strong with your life. So handle waiting season well. Don't pursue after relationship as though that is all that your life is all about. Are you following what I'm saying here? So, when you are waiting, wait well. You hear what I'm saying? Wait well. In the place of waiting, add value to yourself. Follow hard after God. Increase, expand yourself. The more you are, the more the chance of marrying somebody who is better. 
Now, let me say this. Let me quickly give you a word of advice. Take this from me as a pastor. Even if you have seen 200 visions about a man, the moment the man is coming into your life, don't just go ahead and say yes immediately. Anything a man does not chase, he doesn't value. Guys, am I right? Anything a man doesn't chase, he doesn't value. Listen, a man might have been dreaming about being with you for such a long time. If you give him, you know, I, I wonder, um, I think one of my boys, he asked the girl out, the girl said yes, immediately. Say, go and break it. Break it. I'm not sure she's the one. I was, you don't know, but no virtuous girl will say yes, immediately. Even if you know he's the one. Consult God and make sure you are praying again for reconfirmation. Because you might have heard what God said and not what he said. You get what I'm saying now? Very important things here. If a guy is not chasing it, he, don't, he won't value it. But make sure the, the chasing is not marathon race. Okay? It is not until somebody's son dies before you know he's the one. Blessed are the mercy. But they shall obtain mercy. If you want to use delay to increase your value, then there's something wrong with the value. Delay doesn't increase it. Glory to God. Alright, so now final words. Final words. Don't confuse religion for accuracy. Don't confuse religious beliefs for relationship with God. Develop yourself. Read books. Build capacity. Buy materials that will stretch you. Give yourself to mentorship. Allow yourself to be inspired to be influenced, to be thought, to be led. Get a discipler. Be on fire. But add value to yourself. Are you following me now? Now this is a very sincere word from me to every virtuous young ladies listen to me. Now listen to me. This message that I've preached is a part of several other ones that I've preached. Don't just listen to this one and say this message is not balanced. This is an aspect that many people try to shy away from. There are still deeper stories that I wish I could hear. But because I don't know who might be handling this message at one point or the other, I have to hold them. You know what I'm saying? Probably when I'm in a more close cycle, I cannot release those stuff. If you will learn these things, I'm telling you, some things will not be part of your prayer point because wisdom would have solved them. You get what I'm saying? If you will learn these things, some things will not have to be part of your prayer point because wisdom would have what? Solved them. I believe somebody has been blessed, instructed, corrected, and taught. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. I want to pray for you, dear young lady listening to me. I want to pray for you. Listen, the Lord that makes the, that made the heavens and the earth will fill you with wisdom. Like Esther, you will succeed. You will not fail where others failed. You will not crash where they crashed. Nothing will stop you. I decree the name that is above all names. If there is any situation you have been through in life and have swallowed up your confidence, God will restore you. You are strengthened. You will not become a shadow of yourself in the name of Jesus. 
I decree if there's anyone hearing me that fear has been limiting the value you add to yourself, receive boldness in the name of Jesus. Receive soundness of mind in the name of Jesus. Thank you, blessed Father. Oh, bless you, Jesus. In Jesus' powerful and mighty name, we have prayed. Hallelujah. I believe someone has been blessed. Amen. Lord bless you. Do have a wonderful day ahead. True transformation is evident for doers and not just hearers of the word. Be a doer of these words of transformation. To reach us, send an email to femlazarus326 at gmail.com. Stay blessed. Father, will bless you. Thank you for your faithfulness, your mercies, your wisdom that is at work in our lives. Be exalted in Jesus' name. So, Father, this night I'm asking for the spirit of counsel, revelation, and your fear. Reveal your word to us in an unusual way. Let wisdom sit on our lives. Through this word, permanently damage the yoke of ignorance. We will not wrestle over the gate of the letters. We will drink of your word of life. Thank you, blessed Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Hallelujah. All right, quickly, um, I have an important assignment to take. Um, first and foremost, I want to celebrate Blacksmith Ministry. Thank you for this great opportunity to minister God's word. Amen. So, um, I've been given the topic, Building Lasting Relationship. That is Building Lasting Relationship, Building Lasting Relationship. So it's very important, and um, we have to check. Amen. Now, let me start from the book of Proverbs, chapter number 24. The book of Proverbs, chapter number 24. Proverbs, chapter number 24. All right. If you are there, say amen. The book of Proverbs is after Psalms. Now, I start the reading from verse 3. Now, Proverbs 24 from verse 3. The Bible said, Through wisdom is an house builded, and by understanding it is established. By knowledge shall the chambers be filled with precious, um, precious and pleasant riches. Now, let's start it again from verse 3. True wisdom is a house builded, and by understanding it is what? Established. All right? Uh, meaning that when you want to build something that will last, you need 
two things, all right, in that first verse. Wisdom and understanding, amen. The first one for building, amen. Now, building lasting relationship, that is the topic. So the Bible said to build, just to build a relationship alone, you need wisdom. But that it will last is not a product of wisdom. That it will last is a product of understanding. Amen. That it will last a product of what? Understanding. That it will be built is wisdom. I please I like us to listen to this and get me well. Amen. Now, what is wisdom? Right, we all have listened over and over again. The Bible said wisdom is the principal thing, and all you're getting, you get understanding. All right. The definition of wisdom is not principal thing. The definition of wisdom is what God has to say about a matter. Wisdom is the revelation of God's perspective to issues of life. All right. Um, I've heard people define wisdom as application of knowledge divine knowledge amen not just knowledge divine knowledge when you apply knowledge that is from the lord and right, it's wisdom amen um i am daniel chapter number 11 verse 32 the bible says that they that do know their god shall be strong and they shall what do exploit amen that know there is the kind of knowledge we are talking about it is comprehension amen it is what comprehension so wisdom is um the application of God knowledge. But the Bible is saying here that when it comes to building, all right, you can put to work the application of what you know, it will build. Amen. You will be able to build something successfully by applying what you know about God. That's wisdom. Amen. Now, we, we, we are going somewhere very important. But the Bible is also saying that the establishment of a house is not from wisdom. It is from understanding. So, it means that a man of wisdom still has something to chase. And that's understanding. Knowledge comes first. Alright? Then we apply the knowledge, which is wisdom. Amen? And then, after applying the knowledge over and over again. Now, what is understanding? And this is the part we need to get. Now, look up. Understanding is what you resort to, or sorry, is the product of consistent application of wisdom. Understanding is the product of consistent application of wisdom. Now, there are many reasons why you can do what is right. Doing what is right is wisdom. All right? But understanding is there only when you have found reasons to do it consistently. Now, in the place of doing it consistently, you understand the back end of what you are doing. Now, listen. A man of wisdom may stop working in wisdom because he may be doing what he's doing out of instructions, out of fear. But a man of understanding has found a genuine reason to put it to work. So consistency is the hallmark of understanding. We're going somewhere. So the Bible says that true wisdom is a house builder. Now, let me show you another thing about building. 
Um, Paul was speaking in the book of First Corinthians chapter number three. You know the scripture from verse ten. He said, "Hi, as a wise master builder, I've laid well the foundation. Let everyone be careful what the build thereupon. It means to build. It does not just require skillfulness. It requires carefulness." Christ was speaking. He said, Whom and whosoever among you will want to build a house will not first sit down to count the cost and see whether he is able to build or not. That is, if anyone wants to build, there is a place of sitting to measure. You don't build based on emotions, you build based on revelations. Right? You don't make permanent decisions because of temporary push or rush. Amen. Now let me say this to you. One of the ways you know people of wisdom is that they are not weak. Wisdom is not seen in swiftness. Wisdom is seen in steadiness. You are steady. Amen. Your, your mouth is not faster than your head. That's wisdom. So the Bible is saying here, through wisdom... A house is built through wisdom. Now, look up. Building is not the ability to put building materials on the structure. No. Building is not a man's ability to put building just, you know, you know, you want to build a house, you have the roof, you have the cement, you have the blocks, you have the sand, you have the gravels, you have the nails, you have the wood, you have the planks. Now, all these things are needed to get a house built. True or not true? Yes. But you see, you are not a skillful builder because you are putting them together. Being a skillful builder is that you know when to put what. Whenever it has to do with the issue of building, listen, even when it comes to the issue of building the body of Christ, it is not about teaching anything that the Holy Ghost brings to your mind. There are things the Lord reveals to you. They are building materials, but not for the now. Each time we expose a building to a material, when the building is not in the season for the material, what you are doing will collapse. So what we call error in the body of Christ is not that men have brought alien doctrines, but they have brought the truth, but at the wrong time. Even in a relationship, you can build in error. What you are bringing now is not for the now. Do all part of the building. Somebody get what I'm saying here. What you are bringing, do all part of the building, but not for now. So, what is wisdom? You first have knowledge. That is the foundation. You have knowledge of when to do what. Don't just apply everything. You know there is a time for everything. Amen? In the book of Ecclesiastes 3 verse 2, the Bible says that God makes everything beautiful in its time and season. Meaning that when it comes to the issue of relationship, applying knowledge, the root word here is timing. That is, you have the timing of when to apply what. For instance, now look up. You see, the, the, the greatest question of human is not the question of what. The greatest question of human is the question of how. Now listen, you see, it is easy for a man to find out what he is to do. But where every man gets stuck, you know, is the area where they begin to ask the question, how? Having known what to do, now you see, for instance, I want a house that is as sweet as heaven on earth. You know, you know, you know what you want. But the major issue here is how do you get there? 
the reason why any man that can answer the question how will always be sought for. Anything can answer the question what, but it takes wisdom to answer the question how. Amen. Now look up. Understanding does not answer the question how. Understanding answers the question what, how, and when. Hallelujah. Is somebody get what I'm saying here? So we are trying to build something. Please look up. I have the mind of Christ. I'm, I'm trying to build. So I have a determination. This is what I want to build. Okay? And deep in my heart, I know it. But it is more important that beyond what I know, I need to know when to do it. That I need to know how to go about it. The Bible says that a lazy man makes his game, but knoweth not how to roast it. So, meaning that irrespective of your skillfulness to know how to get something, if you don't know how to make it into finished product, you are considered lazy. African countries are not poor because they don't know what. The issue is that they usually don't know how. We possess things. We, we get things raw. You get what I'm saying? But we don't know how to get them into finished products. Can you imagine Nigeria as a nation? You know, we, we, we have crude oil. You get what I'm saying? Then we sell it to other nations. Raw. Then buy it back. Refine it. How wise is that? So when it comes to building, now I know what I want to do. I can see. So, how do I go about this? And this is where we are going to. Amen? So, we want to build a relationship. And let me say this to you. The bedrock, the most important foundation of every relationship is friendship. That's the most important foundation of every relationship. Alright? Either marital intended relationship, paternal relationship, maternal relationship, anything called relationship the most important aspect the most important foundation that you need to have in place is friendship um anywhere there is love and there is no friendship there will be terrorism love destroys only when it is not towards a friend have you seen people who love each other so well they stab each other to death just because of love we're going somewhere Christ was speaking to the disciples in John chapter number 15. He says, From henceforth I call you no longer servant, but I call you friends. For a servant doeth not the things of the master. Amen. Now, listen. Please look up. Our most important relationship with Christ is not as children. No, sir. Our most important relationship with Christ is as friends. Why? It is in that reality that we are we get revelations of things. Now, what is friendship? Friendship is nakedness without shame. Friendship is nakedness without shame. Friendship is the atmosphere that two people can be revealed one to another without any form of guilt or attachment or the thought that these things will be used against me. Now, if you are in love with an individual, but it is difficult to be naked yet unashamed, it means the love is there, but the friendship foundation has not been built. 
And the Bible said, if the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? What you are to pursue first and foremost in a relationship is not love, it is friendship. Anywhere there is friendship, love flows. And let me say this to you. Love is not reciprocity. I'm going there. We're going somewhere. Hallelujah. Say that amen loud and say hallelujah. So Christ said, from henceforth I call you no more servant, but I call you friends. I call you friends. I call you friends. Why? A servant knoweth not the things of the master. Can I talk to you? All right. It is not a sign of intelligence. It is not smartness to commit your future and everything about your destiny and the journey that it entails to the hands of someone you have not achieved friendship with. Now, let me say this to you. Love does not have fear as part of its ingredient. One of the major reasons why people don't build friendship is because what they started with is not love. The patience of love is so that friendship can come in between. Love is highly patient. We're going somewhere. You get what I'm saying now? It is in the place of friendship that you see beyond the body. In the place of friendship, you are reintroduced to the person and the soul. You can see how beautiful their soul is. You get what I'm saying? Do you know that there are people who start a relationship and break it up, and there was never a memory of any time good they shared together? They've been loving for the past 15 years or 5 years, but there was no memory of one day that someone can sit down, remember and say, oh, wow, I remember the day we went out, the day we did all this. They are so in love that all they have done to each other is to hurt each other since they met. Whenever love brings hurt, it is a sign that friendship is missing. Do you hear what I'm saying now? When love is running on fast lane, take it down to the lane of friendship. If not, you will understand soon. It takes a fast-moving car to have accidents. Build capacity to become someone's friend. And now, if you want friends, you must show yourself friendly. And let me say this at this point. Please look up. You have not been given the ministry of conversion of anybody. No pastor. No bishop, no apostle, no prophet have what it takes to convert anybody. You get what I'm saying now? Something happens in the place of friendship. People learn their ways. They learn the ways of each other. All right? They, as you become the friend of God, you learn his ways. All right? In an atmosphere that does not have pressure, no fear, no sense of guilt, no sense of guilt. Now, look up. Let me show you something about God. We have often said that God is love, but let me open your eyes to see two things about the nature of God. Do you notice that whenever the Israelites were moving in the um, wilderness and they cry about something, God always reminds them of something he had done before? Huh? Can you see that? Now, look up. Meaning that the memory of things that God reminds them of is the good things he has done. It not now. Not that God is forgetting the bad things he has done. God doesn't do bad. You get what I'm saying? Meaning that in God's equation, he keeps doing good. That's wisdom. God keeps doing good. Oh God, anointed Jesus 
Jesus Christ of Nazareth, with the Holy Ghost and with what power, and he went about doing what? Good. Love does good. So, good becomes the only memory you have. Can you look at what the Bible was saying in the book of Hebrews chapter number 11, listing men, the hall of fame of faith. Mentioned Samson, the one that died on the laps of a woman, and described him like he lived all his life perfect. Love is not blind, but it chooses what to see. Huh? Mentioned David. You know, David was a man given to worship. He was, but he was unstable. You hear know what I'm saying? More than most of the kings, he will hurt God's feelings seven times and come back again. You hear know what I'm saying now? But God described him. Look at the way God was describing David. You know, his relationship with David in Psalms chapter number 89. He said, I will make your throne stand as the days of heaven and earth. He said, David, listen. If other people should um, make mistakes, I will deal with them. But you see, your own children, my loving kindness will I never take from them. Meaning that love takes deliberate effort to do only that which is good. And that is the nature of God. It takes his time. Pump things into us. Have you ever sat down to imagine and think of the maturity of God? Just sit down one day. Think of God's maturity. How that God will never say, let me disgrace you today. You, you are seated here. And lift up holy hands, all right? Everybody there will think you are that good. Today I'm going to mess you up. God has never done that. Why? Love is mature. Love is rounded. Love in itself is the nature of God's benevolence. All right? One of the things we always say about love is that love is not easily tempered. Amen? So how do you know that this has been achieved? It is an atmosphere where... People can sit down and see each other's life and there's no sense of guilt. Now, listen, let me say this quickly. Anywhere the enemy tribes, there is secrecy. And I'll show you why. Now, in itself, look up, in itself, love does not bring trust. It is friendship that brings trust. How many of you did physics? You did physics? All right, good. Now, your knowledge of physics text tells you that your white light is not just purely white until you pass it through a glass prism, right? And then it breaks into seven different divergent colors. God is love. But love in itself has many things in it. Until you begin to, you know, dissect what these things is all about. Look at the book of 1 Corinthians chapter number 13. The Bible began to give us breakdown of different things that when you break love open, you find them in love. The foundation for these things to thrive is that we have come to a place where without, please listen, Without any sense of feeling that this fellow owes me something in return, we are truly friends. 
we can truly commit to one another without any feeling that you owe me something in return. It is important this is achieved. That even after we have been doing it for so many years, if you turn back and tell me today that you are no longer interested, there is something I've seen. Please pay attention. Every man has tendency of doing things because of things we want in return. That is selfishness. But love in itself, the one that comes through friendship, it is pure. It is not self-seeking. It does not demand that you reciprocate it. It does it because it is good. God does what he does, not because of who you are, but because of who he is. He allows the same rain to fall upon both the righteous and the wicked. Not because of what the wicked is doing extraordinarily, but because this is who God is. It's only God I'm saying here. It is only in friendship that we'll find this kind of love. Now, listen. If you get married to an individual without achieving friendship, you'll be frustrated along the line. Because something will begin to happen. They will not reciprocate many things. They will not change. Can I tell you something very shocking? The one you are about to get married to is never going to change. You are the one that will change. And how will you change? You will come to a point of acceptance. Frustration will linger until you accept. This is who I've come to spend the rest of my life with. In the place of rushing, you will not see it. In the place of friendship, you will see it. And God will help you to talk and over around it. Many people marry people. They lead themselves to the altar. Someone they do not know. I was talking to pastors over the night, and I told them, sometimes you feel it is so difficult to see Pastor Femi Lazarus. No, sir. No. It is more difficult for you to see you. You have lived with yourself all your life, but you have little idea of who you are. Sometimes many of us have never come to that place where we are alone with ourselves. The Holy Ghost is that now you cannot know yourself except you are assisted by the Spirit of God. The Holy Ghost begins to bring light and begin to search you out to yourself. You know what I'm saying? In the place of friendship, such light enters. So you are not accepting because of feeling, feeling, feeling. You are thinking it through and accepting based on the nature of God at work on your inside. So my God, I'm saying here, do you, have you noticed that you have more tendencies of accepting wrong things in people you are not about getting married to compared to those you want to get married to? Because something, this one is coming to me. So you know what? I have to be sure of what you are bringing. But the true love comes when friendship has been sustained. That's the foundation. That's the foundation. Now, meaning that it doesn't matter the kind of family you are coming from. All right? Whether it's a place where people are social or not social. For you to have friends, you must show yourself friendly. That is a very important principle. For you to have friends, you must show yourself what? Friendly. All right? Meaning that you must have the capacity to open up for people to connect to you. Life has happened to you, different things has happened to you, the doors of your heart are closed, different things have, you know, eat you in life. To accept friends, you deliberately give them the key to come in and trust that they will not hurt you. That's friendship. Hallelujah. Now we're going somewhere. I want to show you a scripture. Turn your Bible, speak to confess Samuel. First Samuel chapter number 17. Okay, no, let's go to First Samuel chapter number 18. In First Samuel 17, we have the foundation of the story. David had just finished killing Goliath. 
But something happened in verse chapter 18, verse 1. The Bible said, And it came to pass that when he had made an end of speaking unto Saul, that the soul of Jonathan was knit with the soul of David, and Jonathan loved him as his own soul. The soul of Jonathan was knit with the soul of David. Please look up. Look up. Have you seen cases in life where two people, in less than five minutes, they are best of friends? Oh, you know, I just love you. You are everything to me. I love you. And before you know it, in less than another three minutes, they barely talk. Friendship is not aced. As a matter of fact, you cannot say it is friendship until you know bad things about the fellow. Friendship is a product of survival. When you have survived turbulent stages together, that is when you achieve it. Friendship is not initial, it is the latter. Huh? You cannot say you are a friend to someone you have not fought battles together. You must have seen the flaws. Nakedness is unpleasant. It is not as you think. It is not that which brings arousal. It is that which brings shame. The kind of nakedness that Adam and Eve were having and not ashamed is not that it brings arousal.